Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. A network of Indiana Hardee's employees take photos of customers' debit cards, using them to make large deposits into inmates' jail accounts at the LaPorte County Jail. The inmates then bond out, getting a debit card with the remaining money from their commissary account. The released inmates immediately withdraw the balance at an ATM and give the extra cash to the scheming Hardee's employees. Cops catch on to the money laundering scheme and work to ID the fraudsters. Nancy, corrections officers notified cops when they noticed several inmates left jail with large sums in their Securus accounts. Darian Ward, Prince Arnold, and Kristen Van Schoik appear to be the ringleaders due to their more serious charges. The money stolen totals more than $14,000, and the theft victims are working with their financial institutions to have the sums restored. Ten Hardy's employees arrested in connection with the scheme, all charged with organized crime and fraud. Madison Bingham, 19, gets treatment at a Louisiana behavioral health unit, but gets increasingly combative with staff. After dinner, she refuses to let go of her utensils, including a plastic spork. When a nurse tries to take it away, Bingham lunges, trying to stab the nurse with the spork. The nurse dodges Bingham and calls police, who arrest her on assault by spork. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. Police and family members say an Illinois landlord targeted his victims due to their faith and in retaliation for the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. For more, we turn to Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. The landlord is accused of killing a six-year-old Muslim child by stabbing him to death and gravely hurting his mother. The landlord is now facing hate crime charges. Federal authorities and city police in the United States have been on high alert for acts of violence motivated by anti-Semitic or Islamophobic attitudes in recent days. Jewish and Muslim organizations, as well as FBI authorities, have noted an upsurge in threatening and bigoted speech. In the Chicago area, the Will County Sheriff's Office posted a statement on social media reporting that the 32-year-old woman and boy were discovered by police in a residence in an unincorporated area of Plainfield Township, some 40 miles southwest of Chicago. The dead child was identified as the wounded woman's son by relatives and a Muslim civil liberties and advocacy organization. Hospital staff later pronounced the boy dead. According to the statement, the woman sustained many stab wounds but is expected to live. An autopsy revealed that the child had been stabbed numerous times. According to the sheriff's office, 71-year-old Joseph M. Chuba of Plainfield was charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, two counts of hate crimes, and aggravated violence with a deadly weapon. The names of the two victims have not been released by authorities. After an internet conversation devolved into requests that he pay money to keep private images secret, a teenager in a small Michigan town committed suicide last year. According to FBI Director Christopher Wray, he was one of several individuals who had been targeted online by two men who have been extradited from Nigeria to face charges. The FBI and Michigan police collaborated to look into the death of 17-year-old Jordan DeMay, who was among thousands of American youth targeted in a rapid increase in online sextortion instances in recent years. This led to the charges. Samson and Samuel Ogoshi, two Nigerian brothers from Lagos, have both entered not guilty pleas.
A New Mexico man accused of shooting a Native American activist has now been ordered to stand trial on charges of attempted murder. Once again, Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. The September attack came amid protest over canceled plans to reinstall a statue of a Spanish conqueror outside a government building. Judge Jason Lydiard of the State District Court determined that there was enough evidence to bring charges of attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon against 23-year-old Ryan David Martinez in connection to the shooting recorded on security cameras and by bystanders using mobile phones. Martinez was taken into custody on September 28th following gunfire at an open-air event in Española. The chaos came after the cancellation of plans to erect a bronze statue of the conquistador Juan de Añote, who was both hated and venerated for his part in founding the first settlements along the upper Rio Grande beginning in 1598. John Jacobs of Spokane, Washington, a well-known environmental activist and supporter of Native American rights who is descended from the Hopi tribe, was injured in the attack. Cornelius Boxlag, a Marine veteran, works at the Alta Ski Area, Salt Lake City as ski patrol, doubling as a watershed ranger in summertime. Cornelius leaves his apartment for work, but he never makes it in. His car found abandoned near the Wyoming border, two hours northeast. The license plate, gone. Utah cops find his phone pinged last in downtown Salt Lake, 45 minutes away from his job. Around that time, a 100 bucks withdrawn from his bank account. No further activity from the bank or the phone since. Cornelius Boxlag, 29, now missing over a year. There's a $50,000 reward for info leading to Boxlag's discovery. If you know anything about Cornelius Boxlag, please call South Salt Lake PD, 891-412-3664. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace.